You're listening to the Light Forge Podcast, the key to unlocking your arena success with your co-hosts, ADWCTA and Murps. Welcome to the Light Forge Podcast. This is Abukdo. This is Murps. Hello. Uh, we are on the cusp of getting news. Actually, so we're recording this Monday night. Uh, we were supposed to get information about the upcoming rotation expansion whatever you want to call it tomorrow on the 15th uh-huh. and hearthstone tweeted out that that has been pushed back to the 17th which so, is thursday which is thursday and so we'll talk about it on sunday's podcast so if you're wondering what the hell happened and why we're late uh Murphs was at like a wedding uh but this is monday night not sunday so i don't think it matters news wise because the big news is coming out on thursday but just in case you guys, something happens, right? And you guys are like, what's happening? Um, this is where we're coming at you from tonight. And in light of this news, that there will be news, that there will be an upcoming expansion and the release date of it, which we assume will be early April sometime. Uh, we want to talk about what's next for for Hearthstone. Because let's face it, the current meta is, it is what it is. It's not changing. It's not great. And we all just want to get kind of away from it and onto the next step. So what will the next step be and what do we want to see happen in the arena realistically for the next expansion? Yeah, we're going to be realistic here, all right? <clears throat> uh, and we take into consideration what Blizzard has done, what we think is possible with the bandwidth that we think they can give to arena, right? We can't expect it's uh, suddenly uh, for them to divert all of the resources to it. And once again, I'm sure some people are out there being like, oh, Arena really sucks and there's still issues. Uh, Sure, of course there are. I I mean, nothing has changed and that's kind of the problem, right? But I think it is also at the same time useless to keep talking about stuff like that when we do have a big event on the horizon. So remember, this expansion is the uh, one that resets everything. Potentially, Mm -hmm. with expectations. New Hearthstone year. Yeah, it's a new Hearthstone year. So what it means is that the core set, which is the set that really holds everything together, uh, that is going to be changed, probably. Like, I can't say for certain, you know, I haven't seen it. uh, But that is expected to be changed along with the expansion being introduced. So this is the big giant change here, right? Um, So for those of you who are used to the core cards now, for example, Basilisk being a core card, who knows if Basilisk is going to be in uh, the next rotation. And, you know, Basilisk uh, changes a lot of things, right? Druids Mm -hmm. don't have swipe. Will they have swipe afterwards? I don't know. But this is one of those things where uh, people couldn't imagine Druid without swipe and without a lot of uh, these drew defining cards now you're kind of used to it but now you're also thinking man it would be cool if they brought back x y and z oh so was that card it was like two mana you dealt three damage or you can deal one like wrath. Draw a card wrath wrath yes oh that was that was so normal and then it was just so not in the game and i didn't i don't even remember it anymore <laughs> like i don't even remember the name of that card like, you could have told me a different name, and I would have been like, yeah, probably. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of changes that, that happened with uh, the core set. And this is the first refresh. So, 
instead of talking about everything that's currently wrong, um, we're right at the doorstep of the new set. So let's focus our attention and talk about what we would like to see, not only from the expansion, but from this rotation. So I'm, I'm gonna lump everything kind of in. Like, it's sort of a, what do I wanna see in the next Hearthstone meta? Like, rather than just the expansion, only right, the expansion. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, what's gonna happen in a month from now? Or less than a month from now? Yeah. Okay, so I guess I can go first. Uh, one yeah. thing that I definitely want to see when the rotation happened is a stronger sense of class identity. Uh, and some classes have some sort of identity, uh, but I think that the identity of some classes just boils down to, for example, Rogue uh, takes cards from all classes. They kind of like mm -hmm. steal cards. I don't know if I love that as an arena identity. It's like, oh, they're like possibly every class. That's a frustrating identity, right? It's not really uh, one of those like actual kind of like, what can this class do slash not do? Having Rogue being like, oh, they could do anything randomly and you don't know because you can't prepare for it. I don't love that. So, you know, we're going to rewind back and I'm not saying that we got to return to 2015 Hearthstone. But if you remember during that time, Rogue was very good at single target removal. They mm -hmm. basically had no a AOE, right? This is why Dark Iron Skullcore was so surprising. They had Fan of Knives, and that was nice for clearing a lot of small stuff, but they didn't have AOEs. Um, Mage had a lot of uh, removal, but it was hard for them to you know, get early pressure and, and, and really uh, s sort of like push the tempo there. Druids always had a tough time with single target removal, such that if you had the mulch, if you had the recycle, you're like, oh man, at least I can do this. They didn't have the big AoEs as well. Druids were all about choice, right? Flexibility, mm -hmm. all of that stuff. Um, I'd like to see more of a return to that kind of approach because right now, classes are just defined by the really good cards um I, I don't know if classes are defined by any of these parameters anymore and and for example i'm mentioning druid for the longest time they didn't have uh clears and now they have one of the best clears right on seven mana they just summon all the two ones and they just remove everything very efficiently so a lot of it is being defined by number one uh very powerful efficient neutral cards um, that kind of like overshadow a lot of cards. Uh, number two, Blizzard is just printing a lot of cards, which I understand are interesting and which are fun. And I think in Constructed, there is a very, very different approach of class identity. Um, and in Arena, I, I think there has just been a decay of this identity. I'd love to see it move back towards that a little bit. I'm not saying we got to go back to 2015 Hearthstone. That's impossible at this point. You know, Pandora's box has been open. That's not possible. But for us to go back there a little bit would be helpful. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think Blizzard, when they created the core set rather than uh, rather than the like original basic and classic set, really did a lot to create some to like limit 
and create these identities for these classes. But the problem is less to do with the base set identities and more to do with the fact that these expansions have made things go out of control again. Um, and in the same way that they used to, right? Like, like Mulch, you mentioned, it's not a original basic card. That's uh that was a expansion set. And now Mulch is here forever, right? It'll rotate out, it'll rotate in, but Druids are going to have Mulch. And that is terrible for the identity. So I don't know what we can do about that from a historical perspective, but it would be nice if they stopped making new identity breaking cards like that seven mana druid card that you know, deals two, that summons a whole bunch of two ones and rushes. Um, that's just like that shouldn't be druid's identity. Uh, it, it never was back in the day. It, 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 there's no particular reason for it. Um, I, I really like the fact, actually, that they limited druids and gave them no board clears in uh, in the core set. Made them not even be able to deal direct damage to any minions, right? Forced them to actually use their face to attack stuff uh, and use rush. So that they were actually that kind of warrior but without weapons uh, way of removing things. Um, that was uh, I thought that was a positive direction to move because you really get identity by limitations. Uh, I mean, not always, but that's a very good way, especially when you have 10 classes. You really have to limit some of them, in, or if not all of them, in different ways to get that identity. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm totally on board with that. My thing that I'm most looking forward to, it's going to be really obvious, but uh, it's that Descent of Dragons is going to go away from the meta. Um, it's no longer in standard after this rotation, which is uh, kind of a big deal, and uh, it, uh, they're probably not going to do back-to-back Descent of Dragons because it's so terrible, hopefully. Maybe they will, but if they even go back to, to a standard set, and this is a good time to go to a standard set because there's going to be four main sets in standard, and that'll be a, a nice uh, kind of uh, number of, of cards to put into the meta, um, well, along with all the mini sets. So I'm hoping for for a standard meta, which solves a lot of the power imbalance issues and just like kind of ramps everything up. And then you're just going to be trading bombs back and forth. But at least you won't be, just be like killed by one big bomb that, that people have now. Uh, and the lack of dragons will also just decrease the, 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 I guess, the deck dependent swings and the making every single deck look the same because now everybody just plays a dragon package because the dragon package is always so much better than anything else in the arena. So I'm just looking forward to that, and uh, and that'll definitely happen, 100%, I think. Uh, I mean, feel free to quote me and make me eat my words when they do a rotation to Scent of Dragons is still freaking in the meta, but it's going to be such a big positive just to have to Scent of Dragons removed. Like... We identified a lot of the ways that this meta was unsavable before it even came out based on the kind of sets that went in. But one of the biggest things was literally just Descent of Dragons. Like, once we saw that was coming in, it was kind of over. And then they added other problems by creating by putting in a lot of the old sets rather than uh, the, the modern sets. If you guys remember, the power creep happened in Ashes of Outlands. So it was Ashes of Outlands, Skullamance Academy, uh, and then um, Descent of Dragons. Those were... Fairly equal-powered large uh, sets, uh, with the Scent of Dragons being the escalator that went up a little bit. And then, this year's sets follow the same pattern. Barons and uh, Stormwind were powerful sets, but no more powerful than the Scent of Dragons. And then, the power level got raised by uh, by, by the latest set. Uh, 
<laughs> um, and the, that's how they usually do it. They raise the power level in the third set of the year because it stays in the constructive meta for the least amount of time. Uh, and uh, that's when the power creep happens. So we're, we're, we're in a new stable area is kind of what I mean. So while we were all running around being like, oh my God, this, this new set's going to be super powerful. And it is super powerful and it is super annoying. Like Caverns is a thing. It just kind of exists uh, in the new mini set. Freaking spawn of Blackwing is just a thing. They're never getting rid of it. Like it's common. It's going to ruin Warlock balance forever. Whenever the set is in, but it set the new standard, and they're not. They're probably not going to escalate again for the next two sets. So I'm just, I'm happy about the direction that the balance will inevitably move because of how bad we currently are and where in the annual cycle we're in. So let's talk about synergies for a second because I think it's impossible to expect, uh, you know, non-synergy in these sets. They, they want to make sure these sets are, they have a theme. They want to make sure stuff works. They want to incentivize you to buy lots of, those specific packs so they're going to put some sort of synergy uh some sort of new keyword in they they always do that um but what i would love to see uh in this next rotation as well is less of an emphasis on these hard synergies so dragons are going to be a definition of hard synergy the, the problem with this kind of synergy is uh dragon synergy a lot of it is do you have another dragon in hand? It's a very just yes or no kind of thing. You have it, you get a huge reward. You don't have it, you get nothing. And a lot of times, like, um, like for example, with Nether Spite Historian, you get some, something severely understated. Uh, mm -hmm. Or you get to discover a dragon. Um, so big swing there, uh, and it's just a pure yes and no thing. And then, of course... Once you get it, uh, that hard synergy produces something that pr uh, that allows for wild swings, right? So that the the problem after the synergy is the power spike, and that's separate separate from the synergy. But it's just unfortunate that the hard synergy leads to this swing. I would like to see some stuff that's more soft synergies. For example, um, cyber tech chip <laughs> for hunters. Um, it's one of those things where, uh, does it synergize with any one specific card? No. For those but... who don't remember, Cybertech Chip it gives all of your minions death rattle, add a mech to your hand. Right. Now, was it ever like the best card? No, it wasn't like the best card or anything. But, uh, for example, it synergizes with Wolpertinger. It synergizes with Alucat. It synergizes with just early aggression, right? Um, and then you, you're able to use that. And then you play the, the Cybertech Chip. And then you are able to potentially profit off of it. Uh, once again, that's kind of like a soft synergy. You are able to synergize that with sort of the direction your deck is going. It's not like, a, oh, this has a dragon tag. This doesn't have a dragon tag. Uh, you can also look at something like a croc, just a river croc list, right? And it's like, oh, this somewhat synergizes with Cybertech chip because it, you know, it's on curve. Uh, early aggression, it can stay on the board a little bit because it's a 2-3 instead of a 3-2, right? You're looking at all these small things and it's not a direct synergy, but yes, this helps lead to a potentially better cyber tech mm -hmm. chip. 
And once again, I'm using this example because it's one I thought of. I'm not saying this is like, oh, super duper great card synergy here. Um, obviously nothing like the swings and the power level of the dragon discovers, but that's what I would like to see. So something that, uh, you know, rewards aggression uh, or something that synergizes with like, you know, you playing bigger minions uh, or you going face a little bit more or you trading a little bit more, something a little bit more general, these generalized mm -hmm. soft synergies instead of this hard dragon synergy, which is do you have the dragon in your hand? Yes or no. Like there's, there's no in between here. Do you have it or do you not have it? And then uh, the unfortunate aspect of this hard synergy, because we've had hard synergies before and they haven't been like um, that punishing. Like, you know, so, elemental synergies are hard synergies as well, right? Yeah. But nobody that's the has thing really... with, Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the thing with hard synergies. Usually hard synergies are trash in Arena because hard synergies are easy to build and constructed. And they're so easy to build that they can't have these really big effects. Right, because if they have these really big effects and you can just kind of make it happen, force it to happen and constructed, then it gets ridiculous. So they actually have to be crappy when you move them into the limited format where you don't get to set up your deck. So a lot of the complaints in the constructed world is there are all these really hard synergies, these entirely deck defining synergies, right? Whether you're talking about quests or like, I don't know, uh, particular, I guess, I, I don't know much about constructed, but there's a lot of cards that we look at from an arena. Some are not even in arena. That's how like out of it uh, it is that they just are just like, yeah, we can't put these in arena, but other ones are just bad to like meh in arena but they are the entire premise on which entire constructed decks are built on um and dragons operate in that weird middle zone where they manage to be too powerful in the arena and still like viable at least at the time uh in, in constructed so i think what you want merps is going to happen but not the way that you think that you you actually want it to happen right like i i don't foresee a lot of hard synergies coming in in the arena just because it's actually unlikely for any hard synergies to become dominant in a limited kind of setting but i don't think i also don't think blizzard's necessarily going to put in a lot of soft synergies just because soft synergies are generally not exciting uh, and Blizzard is really trying to push this everything is ridiculously exciting kind of kind of concept. Uh, it's this design philosophy that they've had for for so long. So unfortunately, like I'm with you, I love soft synergies. I think all like skill based, skillful arena players who really care about skill and winning whatever they like soft uh, synergies better than hard synergies um, because it like honestly hard synergies do not require skill. If you have it, you get a huge boost. If you don't have it, you don't get the huge boost. Whereas soft synergies give you incremental, right? Anything that gives you small and incremental things, like, good players like. Anything that gives you big, giant swings, good players tend not to like. Because you don't need big swings to win games as a good player. Or you could just incremental it out. As long as your opponents are also obeying by that same, like, uh, rule set. So, um, I, I, I think it'll happen. In fact... One of the things that I want to point out that I really like about what's happened in the last year of Blizzard uh, sets um, that have come out are the mechanics. Three quite good, like quite well-designed, somewhat interesting, and not entirely game-changing mechanics were pushed out in the past year. 
And I think it's a, it, 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 these are three of the best mechanics for Arena that have come out in any year. And they were Frenzy, which didn't do that much. But what it did was that nice, subtle, board control heavy kind of like thing that you get that little bit of advantage for a particular play style. It's tradable which is just an interesting mechanic that they brought back uh, afterwards. And I think it's going to become permanent and like discover. And I'm really happy for that because tradable gives you just these different dimensions and these different abilities to play cards in different areas. And it makes for very interesting decisions in arena, especially. And uh, then also honorable kill. I I mean, if you go back to when honorable kill was introduced, I was skeptical about how interesting honorable kill would be in arena. It's going to be like whatever, right? Um, and it does cause really big swings, which is not necessarily the best, but they're not necessarily game-winning swings. Like, I think out of all the mechanics, Honorable Kill gets you right up to that line where you make this any more powerful and it screws everything over, but it doesn't invalidate the game yet at that level. And because Arena is such a board-heavy uh, kind of format where everybody's playing minions and everybody's trading around you have a lot of honorable kill strategies and honorable kill instances that come out in every single game so honorable kill is a big part of every game in arena right now and uh and for a neutral mechanic to do that without totally ruining the game i know some people really hate night captain and think it actually does totally ruin the game but like we we've always been pretty pro night captain as like the best neutral common that should be allowed to remain in the arena. Um, it's it's quite a good mechanic and an interesting mechanic that has come in. So I hope um, that when you're talking about these incremental like things that you know nudge things in one direction or the other, Murps, uh, that at least the mechanics that are being introduced are more like that, right? And less like like oh, this is dragons, you know, <laughs> elementals or whatever. Yep. Um, so, so yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's that's some of the stuff that we're, we're looking forward to, um, in, in terms of like more specifics, like I, I don't want to sit here and like try to like pitch ideas to Blizzard about what the mechanics and and whatever like actually are, but I am very excited about what whatever the next mechanic is because because they've done such a good job since descent of dragons and if you remember before descent of dragons it was terrible like including descent of dragons right what was the mechanic in descent of dragons there are dragons what was the mechanic before that well in skullamance academy it was spellburst like that is not an arena friendly uh mechanic at all it was very specific um and what was the one before that in ashes of outland i think it was just lackeys exist I, I, I'm trying to think of what the mechanic is, and I'm totally blanking. Because I'm pretty sure there wasn't one. I'm pretty sure it was just like, now there are lackeys. Uh, no, no, lackeys was before. No, sorry, dormant. Okay, yeah, it was dormant. Actually, dormant was pretty good. Dor- Dor- I'll, I'll, I'll give that. Dor- dormant was pretty good. Thanks, Coast. Coast is in our chat right now, uh, providing us the information that we're forgetting. Uh, but yeah, but Dor- Dorman was, uh, was, uh, was a good one. But it was like kind of uneven, right? You get a good one, you get a whatever one. Um, so, so yeah, uh, the, the last year has been good, and I hope they, they keep that philosophy going of getting these more elegant, which means better for limited settings, kind of uh, base mechanics. Because like every time they release a mechanic, there's a lot of very good neutral minions that they jam into the game that all follow this mechanic. So 
if they're all bad, you get a very boring arena. And if they're all like, uh, whereas if they're, if they're all, uh, playable and not overpowered, you get a much more flavorful arena. Yep. You got any more on your wish list? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm kind of just waiting for it just because this meta is so bad, uh, that I'm just waiting for, for it to change. But there is a, like, uh, <laughs> like kind of beware, right? Because one thing that we, we talked about, but I don't think we talked about enough. Uh, I mean, there's not much to talk about it, but it is just a fact is that Blizzard super lucked out with the class balance in this meta. Because they have no real tools to control class balance besides banning cards right now. And there's an epic bug around that they haven't fixed. So one, I hope they fix the epic bug before the next release. And it all gets released together with no epic bug. But we'll see. Um, but whatever the next rotation is going to be. It is probably not going to have as good of a class balance. Just because the class balance right now is actually really good for just throwing darts at a wall, right? Um, and I think that's going to upset a lot of people. Because when one class is dominant, it is really not fun. Because most of the time you don't even get to choose that class. or And or you play that class so many times that it stops being fun. So one of the kind of aster like the kind of worries that I have for the upcoming meta is... What is Blizzard going to do now if they're not going to push the button anymore for the foreseeable future? Are they just going to let Mage stand at 60% win rate? Are they going to just start banning good Mage cards? Like, what's going to happen? We, we, didn't, we, we didn't find out in the last couple months because the, the class win rates weren't that bad. But when they become unplayably bad, Blizzard will have to do something about it. And I'm curious what they'll do. Yeah. If you guys don't remember, uh, this is what Blizzard did like, during one of their first bounces. So for the longest time, what Blizzard did was uh, essentially say the arena is the arena. And, you know, sort of like take it or leave it. They, they didn't do much. Certainly no micro adjust, none of that stuff. And then one of the first things they did was, okay, uh, we are going to reduce the offering of something like Flame Strike. We are going mm -hmm. to ban certain cards, uh, like Goblin Auto Barber, that was banned, mm -hmm. right? Uh, they banned stuff like Snow Chugger, and th th this is way back. So you guys will have have to avoid Arena like many, many. And you guys will be like, wait, why did they ban Snow Chugger? That can't be the most OP card ever. And it wasn't. It was just a good card, and they needed Mage to be card. worse. Yes. So they've done that before. As in, they have. Uh, remember, this is before, way before Micro Adjust. And uh, Wizard just said, okay, this is our way to balance. We're just going to take away some of the better cards and some of the more stable cards from some classes so that we can weaken them uh and that's what they did for the best classes like uh mage and rogue uh they they really took um a decent amount from rogue we could just see that again like mm -hmm. because if nobody is there uh to handle this system that tn made which i i 
agreeing like if nobody understands it then don't touch it right <laughs> and they still haven't figured out exactly what the new system is sure uh if a class let's say mage or a priest is approaching 60 percent win rate in the next meta and I, I i agree it will probably be uh more polarized in the next meta because if you are taking away dragons you are also taking away this huge swing effect and we have said before this is the meta in which um you can have a great deck and you can still lose pretty easily uh, mm -hmm. now it's not going to happen all the time but i don't think you can ever really feel safe so because of that it has sort of self-regulated um, you don't see any class running away with it because anybody at any point can discover a raid boss Anixia and you might have a pretty good deck, but the, this other deck could have just kept up with you and then discovered a raid boss Anixia and then you lose. So if we don't have that in the next meta, uh, we can definitely see a class start to run away with it. And then I think Blizzard will have to step in and if they can't do micro adjust, yeah, just start banning some cards. Just, just do that. You've done it before, um, so you, you guys should know how to do it. And I, I, I mean, like, we saw this with, for example, Demon Hunters, uh, mm -hmm. in, like, two metas ago. And what did they do? They micro-adjusted Demon Hunters into Oblivion, as in mm -hmm. they macro-macro-adjusted Demon Hunters into Oblivion, and then it reset. Demon Hunters were amazing, and then they sucked. And effectively, what they did was just take out Cycle of Hatred anyways, right? Yeah. So it was... It, it was got offered to the, in like 5% of Demon Hunters. Right. It got to the point where they effectively removed Cycle of Hatred. And honestly, if they just removed it altogether, I thought that would have been a much cleaner mm -hmm. concept. Because what ends up happening is sometimes you face a Demon Hunter and I'm like, ah, you don't have Cycle of Hatred. And then they do have a Cycle of Hatred. If oh you want to God. rewind it way, way yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, back with the rogues and with the rogues sap, and, and sap. every now and then a rogue would actually have a sap, and I would be like, that's so unfair. Right, uh, Blizzard adjusted down sap to such an extent that I, I, I think you only saw a sap in like 3% of yeah, so actual decks. Yeah, like 3% <laughs> of all rogue decks. And, of course, people were taking Sap. They knew how good Sap was. You could never, ever expect a Rogue to have Sap. And sometimes they, they just would passively have it in their deck. And that would suck. I would much rather they just remove it. So you kind of know what to expect. Um, so we've seen this before. We've seen this in the instances in which they actually remove the card. And we've seen it effectively with something like Cycle of Hatred in the couple of metas past. We've seen it with, like, Rogues in which they really just adjusted sap to uh like it, it'll be like a winning lottery ticket right if you find that in the draft so sure i think blizzard should just do that in the um and hopefully they can react fairly quickly like fair, hopefully they, they will do that because i don't see a meta like this in which anybody <laughs> and everybody can discover ray boss anixia or ysera uh, or a DQA or something like that to just swing the game. And I can totally see a class starting to run away with it. So Blizzard, yep. if if a class starts to run away with it, just just use the tools that are available to you. Just ban some of their, their best cards. And sometimes it's not even just the best card, like toxic cards, right? Yeah. Um, stuff that you really, really hate to play against. 
some cars are powerful and toxic. <laughs> uh, for example, like a cycle of hatred, right? Like that's mm-hmm. just not healthy for arena. Some cars are just kind of toxic, uh, but they're not exactly super powerful. We've talked about MCT, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then some Flappy cars are like, yeah. And then some cars are very, very powerful, but you know, they are still very predictable and whether or not they belong in the arena, that's a different discussion, but sure. So yeah, yeah, that that's like the positive. That's the most positive thing that can come out of this is that Blizzard loses their tools. And so they have to do the thing that we've been hoping they do for a long time. And they really haven't done yet. Uh, they've been quite good about banning neutral cards, right? That go out of control. They've actually been better about it than I would have expected them to be. Uh, they pre-banned uh, Blackwing. Is it Blackwing? Runaway? Runaway something? Yeah. Um, I don't even know the card because it was never in the arena. So they pre-banned that card. They banned uh, more sh- uh, watch post after like a week or, or something. Um, and they banned Abominable Lieutenant after like two weeks. Um, so it hasn't always been the swiftest action, but they, they, they've been banning the cards we've wanted them to ban. When the community gets together and everybody wants them to ban a card that is neutral... And that is not legendary. They've done it, even if it is epic, right? Uh, and but that they haven't extended that philosophy to class cards yet, and not to legendaries. And I can understand not extending it to legendaries, even though legendaries are kind of ridiculous nowadays. Uh, but for class cards, they are out of tools. Are you really going to live with sixty percent win rate mage or paladin or you know in demon hunter right insert class that normally gets out of control whenever a new expansion comes out without adjustments no and you don't have a button anymore you have to do this so once they start banning some of these high-end cards why not ban all the high-end cards like what are the high-end cards achieving for you in the arena right uh like and i don't mean high end as in like oh these are like a tier cards i mean like the s plus tier cards uh i would ban the s tier cards too like caverns i think what that caverns i think was s plus uh, so that's not a good example there, there are some s tier cards that are also like totally ridiculous um but you know you should they should just start banning all those cards and maybe they will and then it'll be in the arena will actually be potentially better than it was before because they weren't banning cards before, right? They were inconsistent. They were pushing the button, but they weren't banning cards. And the button only cares about how good a class is doing. So if anything, it would actually boost the win rates of ridiculously stupid cards for bad classes. Uh, so it could have a negative effect on your overall experience. Like let's say Warrior has a 35% win rate. Warrior has this one card that's actually really good and really increases the win rate. Um, the button would give warriors way more of that card as well as way more of all the neutral cards that are good even if some of the neutral cards were toxic in and of of themselves so then you get warrior to 50 percent win rate and you had a previously unplayable class with toxic cards that no one cared about and now you have a totally viable class that shows up in like a quarter or a fifth of your matchups that uh that have all toxic cards because it's the only way they can stay in the game Right? So the good part about banning cards, which is the only thing in Blizzard's uh, inventory right now in terms of what they can do, is that that will never happen. Because hopefully they're not dumb enough to boost the offering rate of a super toxic card just to get a class's win rate up. 
Like, I would rather that class not exist in the arena and remain at 35% win rate than have it be at 50% win rate just because they boosted up three of their most toxic cards by double, right? Like, I think we would all agree with that. Um, and uh, so, assuming Blizzard doesn't go down that kind of ridiculous route, all they can do is positive things by banning toxic cards from the top classes. So, Arena may end up feeling better. I'm not saying it will. I'm saying that, you know, if you look down on what they can do, what they probably will do, Arena is going to be terrible for the first week as usual, maybe for two weeks. A lot of things are happening. Arena is going to be low priority. But whatever they do do adjust, and they hopefully will do an adjust, it could turn out very good. Fingers crossed. I think so. Um, And the one thing that I really uh, am hopeful about is that they had another year to look at the effects of this core set. And I don't know how much they're going to look at it, but if you guys remember, in this year, they've talked about cube drafts, uh, which is really just a a fancy way of saying like a reset or of the core set or another thing. So I think they are really looking at this um, as a, like, oh, this can be a problem solver here. Like, Whatever problems there are with Arena, if we have a good core set, it, um, then a lot of these issues can be resolved. And yeah, I mean, that, that's true. Like we talked about weeks ago, it's like the easiest way is to just make a standard. You could do that, first of all, um, like to, so that you only have the newest expansions. And then just pick good cards uh, for the core set, and you're kind of good to go. Um you should be able to have a more consistent experience. You should be able to have games that you're just not as frustrated about because it's not just about losing. It's about how frustrated you are uh, in your losses as well as your wins. Mm-hmm. That That's a problem with this meta. Sometimes you win and you're just like, well, I didn't deserve that. Uh, and yeah, you probably didn't. It was like, how skillful was it to pick every single dragon and then for you to draw the dragon when you did in order to discover off your historian into an rbo and then you played rbo and they weren't able to find a dragon as good as rbo uh so so you win right it, it doesn't feel great um and, and and that's what it kind of boils down to so i'm hoping that blizzard has been able to think about this after a year look at what works what doesn't work they have lots of internal information that we don't have access to and they that they are able to really work on this core set and make it even better and make it jive with the expansions that they are thinking about coming out with remember uh they usually are one year ahead so mm-hmm. even if we don't see the final iterations of uh cards for like the all the expansions this year um i think it's fa- fair to say that they blizzard uh, already knows and and the people that are involved in this process already knows like the theme of the next two sets uh some of the cards or and maybe the like the keywords in there i'm sure they've already created lots of them and they're going mm-hmm. through uh iterations of it as well so they have all of this information and then let's look ahead let's use that information to inform us on how we should uh do this core set so i think it'll be better I'm hopeful that it'll be better because it's just one more year for them to learn about what works, what doesn't work. Uh, 
we might not see Yeti anymore. We might see Yeti once again. No, um, no, 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 no. Don't don't even don't even put that out there. They they might just Yeti decide forever. to go with a higher Mm-mm. power level. Mm-mm. It Mm-mm. might not just... be a vanilla four five anymore. They might just say they... the time the Yeti has passed, now it's going to be taunt Yeti, right? Now they should, it's they should going look at the be... win rates. Yeti's doing just fine. Yeti's doing just fine Yeti. in the arena. Well Yeti Yeti is doing just fine, but that's you know, it's time for taunt Yeti. It's time for Yeti in which if you have exactly five cards in your hand gain plus one attack oh I, I i i don't know right like yeti plus basically a yeti plus um i'm not sure but i think for now if you guys are frustrated with arena um that's fine just just dip out and then come back when the new corset comes out no matter what happens i think it will be worth trying out because it's new and it you just can't like at this point if you're sitting there being like oh grumble grumble they're not changing anything it's like okay the time has passed like (laughs) we we were with you in sort of complaining when this current meta you know first came out we're like blizzard please we would appreciate if you could act faster it didn't happen and then at a certain point you just have to drop it because you know it's not going to happen and that's the definition of insanity if you're just sitting there and you keep on complaining about something that you know will never happen and you know that like it just doesn't make any sense for them to do it right now might as well save everything for the uh the rotation so be hopeful for this rotation once it comes Mm -hmm. out I think we should focus on it's like okay what's working what's not working and then hopefully as a community we can be like okay whoa this class is super broken if it is and hopefully they can fix it like they did with something like watch post in which they Mm -hmm. looked at it immediately and we're like whoa we you know we got to address this as soon as possible um but until then just just once again it's all about your mindset and i understand lots of people are super duper frustrated right now just be like me and don't play arena right now. Uh, it's it's, it's <laughs> or, not or be like me and play and just keep your head about it. Like I lose in ridiculous ways. I win in ridiculous ways. It just you got to be level about it. There are still enough games in which what you do matters. Like I missed lethal in a game and lost. Uh, you know, like last night, and uh, that was my fault. And the run went I don't know eight or nine or something, and it would have gone farther. Uh, did I lose the other two games in ways that there was a 0% chance I would have ever won? Uh, yeah, of course. We're in this meta. But hey, every other run, I probably control one of my losses, which means that I could probably get, you know, a win higher on average. And, uh, uh, even in games that you can't control, right? You can still play with the, play on the ground and, uh, make sure that you're doing the good trades, make sure that you're going face when you need to, and make sure that you, evaluating yourself, are coming to the conclusion that you're either doing everything you need to do or finding flaws in your game plan and, uh, increasing your odds. Uh, it's not a, like, just because it doesn't affect the final result doesn't mean you're not doing good plays or bad plays, right? It's a, it's a mental game. And just a fair warning, another pitfall that's going to happen in this next expansion, probably, maybe, uh, is that you know all the ridiculous power levels that we talked about in the current expansion? Um, that's going to be there. I, they're not going back. They're not going to, like, take their foot off the pedal. They may not power creep again. I don't think they will power creep again uh, for another two expansions uh, because the uh, the winter expansion is always the power creep expansion. Uh, but 
the last expansion was was pretty damn ridiculous. And uh, Blood Blood Seeker Caverns. I don't even know what that Palinade Rush thing is called. Um, just just ridiculous stuff, right? Abomin Abominable Lieutenant, like all this stuff will come in. So like, listen to Merps. Wait for them to ban these cards. They will definitely ban the neutral ones. And fingers crossed, they'll at least ban the terrible ones from classes that are doing well. Uh, and uh, and hopefully that'll make everything better. But they will be there. I, I, if this set comes out and there's only like one or two ridiculous cards, that's just not going to happen. I think that's outside the realm of possibility that there will not be at least, I want to say at least one S plus tier card and at least two other S tier cards are above. Like, I think we're just in that era now um, that that's what's going to happen. And so hopefully they all get banned and the previous ones get banned too, whatever is in the rotation. Yep. Okay. That's that's all I got to say. Yep. Same here. Uh, we are really looking forward to uh, these announcements that's coming up. And um, next Life Forge is going to be us excitedly talking about the end of the world uh, because of what they announced, I'm sure. Uh, but also, do you know this? I just, I just really uh, out of curiosity, have they made any, gave, given any updates to the division of teams? Because remember, they are they have this new thing that was happening starting from the beginning of the year, where they're dividing people up into like the battlegrounds people, the you know constructed people, the wild people, uh, the the duels people, right? And like maybe two people for the arena people or the half arena people. I don't know. I, I, I don't think or the arena people slash next game mode of how they're going to redo arena right in a year, like kind of like people. Do, do you know if they uh, they've split the teams up at least already? No, I, I don't think we have any of that information. <laughs> and I doubt that they will sort of announce anything like that, because as soon as you like you, you never want to announce it's like, oh, we have started this because then you're putting yourself on a clock. Right. Because then people mm. can be like, oh, you know, you this person started uh, working on it or you guys reorganized it like two months ago. Please show us what you have done in these two months. Like, right, I, right. I, I, I don't think they would want to put that clock on themselves. So um, I have. Okay. Well, I, I hope it's done internally because it has been three months since the beginning of the year, and that's when they were doing it. So, th th like, I know Blizzard moves like slow generally compared to other developers, but this will be like super slow if they are already confident enough that they were doing it, that they have already announced that they are doing it right now, and three months later to not have like done it yet. Um, that just that, that feels too slow for me to be even for Blizzard. So I think that my prediction of what's happening inside Blizzard is that teams have been split, and one of those teams is the arena slash things because they need to. Everyone's gonna no one's gonna want to be on the arena team. Not a single person who works on Team Five right now is going to want to be on the arena team. So th that's just a fact. Uh, they they haven't been getting people who are limited players first and foremost, and uh, this is like the worst game mode in terms of attention, historical attention, and future, right? So they're going to have to package that team with a carrot, right? With something that they're actually going to be excited to work on. And what that has to be is the thing that people are the most excited to work on, which would be new game mode. Because if you're a developer, you want to put your creative stamp uh onto whatever it is and so 
I think that's going to be one team. And it connects very well, too, because it's no secret that they want to replace Arena or effectively replace Arena with better limited format. Um, and so I feel like that's going to be the same team. And if they've already split it off into that, then there's a team, or at least a couple people, and part of their job is to look at what's happening in the arena right now and make fixes that roll out into these patches that come out. So, I am also optimistic. Optimistic with an asterisk that this may not be actually happening, but I think this is probably happening. And that means that we will get more attention. Not, not more. We will get faster attention. Because there will actually be a dedicated person who's... Because if you're designing a game mode for... Like, that's going to come out nine months from now or something. You don't need to do work today. Or tomorrow. Or this week even. On that. The, the timelines are kind of just like internal deadlines that are fake, right? On the other hand, if you release a new expansion and have a whole new meta for the arena... You, you might want to take a look at that and do a couple fixes first before you go back to, you know, the actual interesting stuff. So I think arena balance in the very beginning of uh, rotations will, will get more attention. And it probably, like if I were a betting man, I would bet that it starts with this upcoming set because they've already divided the teams up. And this is a responsibility of one of the teams now. All right, uh, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, but we don't have to wait that long. We should know pretty soon exactly what they have in store for this year, and hopefully it'll be something big. Yeah. All right, um, that's it for us. Until next week, this is Abukta. This is Murp. See you guys. <laughs>